This isn't your average business podcast, and he's not your average host. This is the James Altucher Show. Today on the James Altucher Show. I've told stories on stage about me and Madoff. I've told stories on stage about me and Bin Laden. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've told all sorts of crazy stories. I didn't hear and, the Bin Laden story. This right, <laughs> is a true story. Awesome. And, 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 and as you pointed out to me, sometimes these true stories are so remarkable, they're, they're too unbelievable. Yeah, they sound like bits. Because like with this story, I was very disturbed by it. Uh, Which story is this? This is. I'm going to tell you. I'll, oh, okay. I'll tell you the Got story. It. It's, about, it's, about, it's about this interaction between Trump Got and it. Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> and another friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And not that those two were friends of mine, right. but actually, I should say and a friend of mine rather than another friend of mine. Right. This is clickbait right here. This yeah. is audio clickbait. Put it this way I will challenge people <laughs> to turn this off and never turn this no, on no again. One can. So, Brian, I yeah. want to tell you this story. Okay. It's a story about. Uh, Donald Trump, but it has nothing to do with politics. And there's a story about it, Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein. It has nothing to do with pedophilia. I'm already hooked. <laughs> You're, I'm in. I'm all in. But here's okay? the, but I love the, the setup alone is just, okay, in a world. <laughs> in a world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Donald it's a Trump trailer. And Jeffrey I love Epstein the trailer. Friends, yes. And there's no politics and there's no pedophilia. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And this is a true story in this world. Okay. But here's the thing. I don't want to be... Political. I don't want to come mm. across as being pro this or mm-hmm. anti this. Like I'm really apolitical, and I find that even when I'm the slightest bit political anywhere, mm-hmm. people assume I'm a hundred. They polarize. I'm a hundred, and I know this. I'm saying almost a cliche. It's such a common yeah. thing now. But like, yeah, we were talking earlier. I wrote something yesterday about Andrew Yang. And I like Andrew Yang, but I raised one simple question <laughs> and everybody Open freaked out because I wasn't ordering the entire menu. I was picking and choosing. You're mistaking the internet for a sane, rational uh, forum for discussion. But, but yeah, <laughs> you have to wonder, like I used to think the stock market was a pulse on the world psychology. And then you figure, oh, well, maybe you can get closer to the world psychology by looking at Twitter. But I think that is psychosis rather than psychology. Yeah, it is not. It is not. It is the unleashed id of of the body politic. Because like with this story, I was very disturbed by it, which I don't know why actually. And then, but I also, again, the, the political side of Trump uh, Which story is this? This is. I'm going to tell you. I'll, oh, okay. I'll tell you the Got story. It. It's, about, it's, about, it's about this interaction between Trump Got and it. Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> and another friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And not that those two were friends of mine, right. but I should, I should say and a friend of mine rather than another friend of mine. Right. This is clickbait right here. This yeah. is audio clickbait. <laughs> audio clickbait. You have know, to it's keep, like you drop those you names into a blender and it, everyone is now on the edge of their seats. Put, put it this way I, I will challenge people <laughs> to turn this off and never turn this no, on. No again. one will. No and one can. you and I will go on with our story about Trump. No, no. But 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 I do want to put this in a bigger context, which is that um, a you could separate out personality from from politics. Mm-hmm. B you could still focus on improving yourself, and that's almost the best political stance, rather than spending all day arguing about politics. <laughs> but C, I just kind of want to tell you this story, <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe yeah. maybe make it a little funny so I could tell the story on on stage because it's a true story. Awesome. And it, and it, and as you've pointed out to me, sometimes these true stories are so remarkable they they're too unbelievable. Yeah. They don't they don't they don't they sound like bits. Yes. Because <laughs> that so people go, "Oh, come on." Right. Is that no Jeffrey Epstein tr- no. I mean, cuz I've 
I, I mean, and I'll get to the story in a second. Yeah. I mean, I've told stories on stage about me and Madoff. I've told stories on stage about me and Bin Laden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I've told all sorts of crazy yeah, stories. I didn't hear and, the Bin Laden story. But, <laughs> all right, go ahead. <laughs> all right, let's start with this. So, a friend of mine, Starbucks. Uh, uh, a, a friend of mine in, in in was telling me this, and he said in 2009 he had heard that Jeffrey Epstein loved to put together these lunches of comedians. Actually, wow. <laughs> and, all right now. Now I'm really all in. Right? This, I can't wait to hear the names involved. <laughs> well, well, uh, yeah, I'm de- debating. Jeffrey where, Epstein and comedian. Yeah, he loved putting together these lunches, okay. and he would just well. So, so my friend said to one of his friends who was going to these lunches, "Let's call my friend Harry. That's not his name at all. I'll just say he's Harry. Okay. He's actually a well-known comedian and whatever. But uh, but you're not going to say his real. And that, now, not, I didn't get his permission to all say. Right, okay. So Harry tells says, hey, I want to get invited to one of these lunches and just see what they're like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, from, from a comedian's point of view, it's material. So Harry gets invited to one of these lunches. He gets there and he's telling me, um, Woody Allen's there, Soon Yi's there. He names a bunch of comedians that mm-hmm. we both know. Okay. Um, and, and Jeffrey Epstein's just sort of sitting. These are older of, school comedians, I'm assuming. Yes, okay. mostly older school. Okay. Like, like they've been doing it, let's say, 20 years or more. And, uh, and Jeffrey Epstein's just sort of like not, so my friend Harry's telling me Jeffrey Epstein's sitting there kind of leaning back, not really saying much, just sort of laughing. Everyone's exchanging bits and redoing uh, bits they've heard from other comedians and and just having a fun time. As comedians are wont to do. Right. And then everyone leaves and my friend, it's just my friend Harry and and Jeffrey Epstein. And no, (laughs) this is after Jeffrey Epstein had already been in kind of quasi-jail for pedophilia and... So I didn't ask my friend like why I understood why he went to the lunch because it's material. It's interesting. It's material. It's right. not like he was making a moral judgment or not. But anyway, afterwards, it's just Harry and Jeffrey Epstein, and he says, "By the way, um, have you ever been friends with this guy Donald Trump? The you know the one who does The Apprentice because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what Donald Trump was known for at the time, plus right. his real estate stuff." And Jeffrey Epstein was like, "Oh yeah, we were really good friends at one point." Uh, but then we had a falling out mm-hmm. and Harry says, well, what was the falling out about? And Jeffrey Epstein said, uh, oh, it was over a morals issue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> the plot thickens. Wait, wait. Jeffrey Epstein was upset, uh, with someone else's morals. Well, well, <laughs> well, at that point, because it's so, because even, the phrase morals issue coming yeah. out of Jeffrey yeah, Epstein's mouth is so confusing. I asked my friend, mm-hmm. Harry, I asked him, did he have the morals issue or did Donald Trump mm-hmm. have the morals issues? It was right. unclear, even though chances are he wouldn't have said that to Harry if he didn't have the morals. It, it's not like Donald Trump had a right. morals issue with me and he's saying that to Harry. So even Jeffrey Epstein was offended by Donald Trump's right. morality. Right. There was some- Wow, that's hard to do. Right. That is a high bar to get over. So, so, so suddenly, you know, you never know when you're, talking to someone and you're like you almost want to choke them you want to get the answer yeah, out yeah, yeah. like so i said to harry well what did you you had to have asked him yeah. what the issue was yeah. and harry's like of course like yeah. i where does where does jeffrey epstein draw the line so yeah. that this is right. his morals issue right so i asked him and, and jeffrey epstein said well one time many years ago i don't know what year it was one time many years ago this is jeffrey epstein talking mm-hmm. uh donald trump calls me and says uh and i, I won't use uh, abusive language, but mm. uh, Donald Trump calls me and says, uh, Jeffrey, 
do you like to do you like to have sex with your best friend's wives <laughs> and jeffrey epstein okay. said to donald trump of course not right so that's disgusting it's despicable right. i'm offended i gotta get off this phone i gotta i gotta go to my island where i'm i've got a, a threesome with eight-year-olds right like this is a guy <laughs> with an island right. yeah for sex trafficking yeah it was sex trafficking and this is where he drew the line yeah, yeah finally we found jeffrey epstein's bottom line where he won't go right really right. that's adorable so so, so far we, we've learned two things here about yeah. jeffrey epstein one is that for some reason he enjoys the company of comedians. Right, so, <laughs> right, right, right. And the second thing is, is that he does have a line. Yeah, thank God. That he drew. We all do. Right. Thank God Jeffrey Epstein has a limit. There's a limit to the amorality of, uh, you know, of what Jeffrey Epstein is willing to countenance or whatever it is. is right. Is that the word? Is that the word? <laughs> Counts, what's the word? I'm like, never mind. Anyway. One of those words. Yeah, one of those words. A word words. related right. to that word. And yeah. then, and then um, so Jeffrey Epstein says... Of, you know, of course not. What are you talking about? And Donald Trump says to Jeffrey Epstein, um, almost like they're good friends or something, like Donald Trump says to Jeffrey Epstein, you know, I just can't seem to get an erection unless I'm having sex with one of my best friends or close friends' wives. Wow. Wow. And so he goes on to tell the story. He says, well, many of the, and many of the wives agree to have sex, but some of them don't. So here's what I do. And this is Donald Trump saying, here's what I do. I'll bring in the friend into my office. Mm -hmm. I'll secretly have the wife on speakerphone, but on mute. <laughs> so nobody can, she's listening, but no one knows she's listening. And then I'll start talking to the friend about mm -hmm. mistresses and hookers mm -hmm. and all these things. Right. And so Entrapment. that the wife yeah. could see what kind of man her husband is. is. Right. And then maybe she would agree. Right. This doesn't sound like a Donald Trump I know. <laughs> This doesn't sound like something that Donald Trump would stoop to. And, and Seriously. <laughs> Guys, and do I have a vote on this? Anybody think? I, I, it's just, I know. I don't see Donald Trump doing something that loathsome, despicable, amoral, and uh, unforgivable. Right, I just, I right. just don't see it. I'm sorry, James. I'm just not biased. <laughs> right, it's so unbelievable. That's story. where I draw the line, that story. Right, on, no, on truth. <laughs> you're, you're a truther. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, that's it, that makes it that that certainly makes a lot of sense. Well, well, here's the thing too. Like what, like like so the wife is on speakerphone. He says often afterwards. Ooh. This is what he's saying to Jeffrey Epstein. Mm -hmm. Often afterwards, mm -hmm. the wives will then agree to have sex with him. This is right. Th who knows if this is true or not? I yeah, kind of yeah, believe, yeah. but I I do believe he's saying this. But I don't know if what he's saying is true. But because right. it doesn't sound like the most romantic technique. <laughs> No. To woo a woman yeah, yeah, to yeah. expose her loved one right. as, uh, you know. I don't remember this in, in the game, right? <laughs> I don't remember right. this. It is one of the techniques of seduction in, what was it, Robert Greene's book? or whatever. Uh, no, the, the, close, but Neil Strauss. And yeah, no, no, Neil Strauss wrote yeah. the game, but Robert Greene wrote seduction. Anybody? Oh, yeah, so that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah, 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 there you go. So I'm sorry. That was right. Yeah, so, so Neil Strauss wrote the game. I don't remember. Bring her into the room and uh, and try to get... The get the husband to yeah that doesn't sound like like a, is that making her excited right yeah, at that moment yeah, like boy, oh no, I gotta oh, get together with that, Donald and 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 it's yeah maybe, that, that that is such an amazingly is that first of all anybody that gets oh yeah then sleep with me right what I mean <laughs> there's so many labyrinthine levels to the 
the, that story that, that, that a woman brought in, like, oh, you, he did that. Well, then, whoa, I'm just, I do declare, Donald, someone, <laughs> a man who had had such a, such a heinous plot of, of despicableness and dishonesty. Oh, I'm just getting flustered just, just watching you work. It's like, who, what, really? That gets a woman a row? What have I been doing wrong Maybe all it's these like years? A, a revenge. No more flowers for me. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's trying to talk her into a revenge thing, or maybe he's yeah. establishing status yeah. over the what friend. Kind of Caligula shit is this? <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, um, the other, I don't know, the whole, there's so many different layers too, because his, he has this fetish of kind of double betrayal, right? Mm -hmm. So the man has betrayed the, you know, his friends have betrayed, betrayed the wife. But I'm going to betray him in front of you right. and that's going to make you hot for me. I don't see the, I don't see A equals B mathematical logic there. Right. Like, right. Like, he almost has this triple yeah. fetish in order to get an erection. Right. Like, like she, he has to convince the wife to betray the husband yeah. or the husband to admit betraying the wife, the wife, and then he betrays the friend. All in front of them. Of the, he right. betrays everyone's involved. And in that's the, how he gets the most. And that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's always, the woman just can't resist that. Oh, just I'm just, I'm getting flustered just thinking about the betrayal <laughs> and the lies and deceit and the webs of dishonesty. Oh my God, I'm just, I'm gonna, I may just lose it right here. <laughs> that is just nuts. I have to say, Airbnb has changed my life. I just love staying in Airbnbs. Like in about a month, I'm going to Cocoa Beach, which is right next to Cape Canaveral. I'm going to watch some rocket launches. I'm going to, of course, be staying in a very nice Airbnb on the beach. And it's just such a great experience. Like the whole world is available to us now because of Airbnb. But whenever I'm at an Airbnb, I always realize, you know, I the home that I left to come to this Airbnb, I could be making money on that right now by hosting and and being an Airbnb myself. So, and I've known people, I had a friend who basically, you know, made a living from turning his home into an Airbnb. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you do have an Airbnb there. And it's an e it can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The famous Abraham Lincoln quote says, good things come to those who wait. I wonder, did he really say that? Jay, did he really say that? Can you look that up? Regardless of who said it, that's only part of the quote. The full quote is, Good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Well, if you're a business owner and want the best people on your team, the same applies. And listen, I've interviewed 1,500 people now and a lot of entrepreneurs. I can safely say the one thing consistent among all entrepreneurs and CEOs, the, the successful ones, is that it's all about the people you surround yourself. You, If you hire well, you're going to have a great business. And, you know, thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring. So you find qualified candidates fast. This is so important, and I, I want you to try it. You could try it as a potential employer or employee. You could try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash James. 
ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, if you're hiring, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I will tell you that I signed up on ZipRecruiter as a potential employee. You know, I just wanted to see how it works. And right away, it started matching me with really amazing potential employers. So give it a try at ZipRecruiter.com slash James. Let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash James to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And, and then there's the aspect that, uh, you know, this is the only way he could get. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that's, he, and, that's. And then, and then, and then Jeffrey Epstein's claim that he has this, had this problem. Yeah. Like it wasn't that Trump got disgusted with Epstein because Epstein's convicted of, you know, why did Trump start, stop yeah. hanging out with Epstein? It could also be because Epstein was a convicted pedophile you or think? it could be no, because no, that wasn't he was linked to Epstein. Right. You know, he didn't want to be linked this further. This is like the worst O. Henry story ever. <laughs> this is like the most horrific M. Night Shyamalan multiple negative bad twist ending story. But okay, if this was an M. Night Shyamalan, so, <laughs> like, I don't know how to say his last name. What would, like in a sixth sense, like I see dead people. Like what yeah. what what would be the the twist at the end here? That, 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 that the woman goes to sleep with Trump and then it was a test that Trump was doing because Trump is a real immoral guy so he brings the husband in because to test her immorality and then it's a quadruple twist with a triple Lindy at the end <laughs> like where she he says Donald sleep with me right now and he goes I knew you would do that come in Bill and then they trick and then it's a trick on her oh, I don't even know oh, I'm just but saying. maybe but maybe and maybe the end is and in that way I've saved dozens of marriages there you go because That's, that he's actually I, trying to save the marriage he, he, he revealed the truth on both right. sides and right. he turned out to be this amazing like then, the marriage it, ref you know kind of guy yeah the marriage ref yeah <laughs> the Seinfeld show it's a game show one it's just a game show that's the M Night Shyamalan twist it's the it's a latest pitch meeting for the uh, this this the, once he leaves office he's going to be have a new show on NBC so so a couple of things one is I've 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 never heard this story before mm -hmm. I, it, but I, I do, wish I never had actually <laughs> I really would have been I wish happy I had never had yeah so I heard this story from again probably a mutual friend of both of ours. And you know what's uh, funny about this story? Can I just say one yeah. thing? That that I mean, that among whenever, the other things funny when, about it. Yeah. What's that? Among the other things. Funny oh yeah, about no, no, it. but the, no, but there's something weird about the fact that people hear the story. Um, whenever Donald Trump says something, they everyone agrees that Donald Trump's a liar and all this stuff. That like he lies, you know. And and but when it's a story like this that makes him look bad, people on my side are like, oh, what an awful, terrible thing that is that 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 Donald Trump did that. And Donald Trump's telling the story or Donald Trump does something terrible, people will believe, oh, he actually did that when he's bragging about something that he did that's despicable. People have no problem going, he said that he did this terrible thing. And you go, yeah, but he lies all the time, you said. What if that? that what if that's just another lie that he never actually did this? I mean, this right. is Right, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, because they only believe when, when they hear Donald Trump did this terrible thing or said this thing, or Donald Trump will say, like he said, you know, I grab him, uh, he, he, he brags about sexual assaulting women, yeah. right? And my point was always, well, if he's a liar, how do we know that he's not lying about that, right? Because everyone said he admitted that he did this. But Donald Trump's such a liar all the time. You can't just separate out and go, well, he's telling the truth there because that, 
fits my narrative of Donald Trump, you well, know? Well, it's interesting because- um, it, Not that I don't believe that he did those things. I'm simply saying that if the guy's a liar, then you go, well, he said that he did that. They go, I know Donald Trump says he did a lot of things and 90% of them aren't true. The guy is a is a P.T. Barnum salesman and always right. has been. So, so, but you know, sometimes you could tell what's a lie and what's a fiction. So for instance, if he says, <laughs> if he says, well, you know, I was the best student in business school, you could kind of <laughs> argue, well, maybe that's an exaggeration. Yes. That's somehow yes. a, 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 a lie. Yes. And this, the, what this story here, if, you know, a, every part of it in a weird way sounds true. Like it would well, have to Epstein be, is he, telling this story. Right, Epstein's it's telling not, the story. It's not Trump's telling the story. So in this case, we have to, and Epstein is not one to weave falsehoods either. The guy <laughs> but, has an epic moral high ground that I would, I mean. Right. So, so <laughs> Epstein telling a lie or being dishonest or doing something immoral, I've but, never heard of something. But even here, like with Epstein, why do we, the way, the reason I assume his conversation is true yeah. is because he's trying to explain why there was a fallout. Right. So so there's, there could be, the, the real reason could be that Trump just stopped talking to him when he got, you yeah. know, accused of pedophilia. Um, but he's trying to give another reason, and he and he and he's probably this is so elaborate mm -hmm. that probably it's not a fiction. It is a good reason. Yeah. There's always a good reason and a real reason. Yes. So this sounds like a good reason, whether or not it's the reason for the fallout. It does sound like a real conversation. It seems like an off the cuff story. So there's no really reason. There's no real upside for him to lie about this, right? And and Trump. Let's say if the phone call was real. Trump was probably not making that there's no reason for him to have made that up just yeah. for Epstein yeah. <laughs> like this weird story but you could actually argue that the Trump story where he's talking to what's his name Billy Bush or whatever where yeah. he's saying you know I, I will up to my grandmother say, I just do that and everyone was like he is an admitted sexual you know offender yeah. and I said well yeah but he was he what's his what's his motive to lie there to impress a guy yeah to right? impress a guy. so there was yeah. there was a status thing there yes you absolutely. know over billy bush who was probably you know you know yeah. going out with lots of girls trump was trying to say hey i'm one of the guys i'm too. not saying trump did that trump probably does that you know right. what i mean like but but my point is with that guy he's so bombastically spewing out like falsehoods and weaving tall tales like the rainmaker and just and just yell, you know doing all these things that that you can't just pick and choose what you want to believe that he's a liar about if it fits your narrative right so 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 you know so for me i don't know why i feel that particular sub story yes. is 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 revealing in some way yeah <laughs> it's 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 specific enough and weird enough it's probably real because yeah. it's, it's too much fiction if it's a lie. The only part of it I don't buy is the women just throwing their clothes off and immediately wanting to sleep with them. Over right, it. or I don't buy That it. sounds like the M. Night Shyamalan twist where you go, now that's where you lost me. Right, like I don't buy that after the conversation, they suddenly right. jump in bed with him. Yes, I think that the, the I believe everything else makes sense, which tells you which tells you how down the rabbit hole we are. Everything else about that story, oh, that makes total. That's something Donald Trump would do. But but the end game, I think he doesn't even have to sleep with him at that point. For me, getting it get, from get the type of guy he is, the triumph over the other guy is the orgasm, right? right. Like, like like he doesn't even have to sleep with the woman. Just getting ruining the relationship for him is like the hottest thing ever, right? Yeah, so, and, so, so that could be so from that point on could be the Billy Bush moment where he yeah. says to Epstein, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, happened. but it just feels like that's the part where you go, and then they immediately slept with me. That's the part where everything else I believe, that moment I just go, really? That's, you, these, oh, wow, that makes yeah. a woman hot? I never knew that, right? So, so, so I think, I don't, 
So A, I thought the story was fascinating because I had never heard it before. Yeah. And there's so here's two people that have been judged and analyzed and picked over, right. you know, for for years and years and every mm -hmm. possible report. So I've never heard that story. Yeah. I've even told that story to someone who was writing a book on um Epstein and he like really wanted to include it in his book because he right. had never heard it. Right. But Did he? uh uh I don't know. I don't know okay. if he is or not. He's still writing the book. Okay. And um, the other thing that disturbed me was, is this what people are like? You know, because Trump's friends and their wives, and mm -hmm. I never heard of this kind of fetish. Like, yeah. is, is, is the average, you know, corporate mogul yeah. just like blatantly like cheating left and right? I hope I, I, I and nobody like their wives don't know. So this you know, is like one of the worst. Secrets. It's like one of those. Hor this is my nightmare scenario right. in my own relationship. <laughs> your relationship. This is what you're worried about. You're yes. like, I've reached this level of success, and uh, then all morality and everything turns into an eyes wide shut party of de decadence and depravity. Well, because how could people not know that they're what their husbands are up to, or what their wives are up right. to, or that if some billionaire comes over and suddenly wants to okay. have sex with whoever? Yes, and so they show film footage or get audio tape of you saying something. They goad you into it. Like, like first of all, the just getting doesn't anyone know that some guy sitting in the go, hey, you'd sleep with another woman, wouldn't you? When you sleep with another, you'd sleep with another woman and go, nah, I probably wouldn't. You'd say, all right, maybe I would. Ah, ding, 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 ding. The woman yeah. comes running in. Does that really that that my my question is about Donald Trump in that moment? Does he say that he or does Jeffrey Epstein say that he sleeps with them right there on the couch, or is this like part of a long term strategy of seduction that he uses as a tool to show that he's a good guy, like and that he's he's a some kind of weird crusader of Suicide Squad crusader for morality that he's trying to expose cheating husbands, but then he cheat and then he jumps on the wife. I don't I the, the the story just I don't know. There's just too many there's right. too many tendrils. It's like Chinatown. So, so, <laughs> so, and I guess, I guess then my main point is much better to just live a very simple life. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Where you just subtract as much as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, you, you, you hang out with simple people, good friends. Henry David Thoreau. Good relationships. <laughs> yes, you're just and, Walden and, Pond. You're suddenly Walden Pond. You're and, just. <laughs> and, and, it, and it's almost <laughs> like. Weird, weird references. I don't know no, why. But, but, but yeah. I like that because it's almost like. Giuliani's broken window theory in the 90s, which is that <laughs> yeah. if you have a, and it's odd now relating this to Trump's lawyer from his term as mayor. Yeah. So now we're going to mention Giuliani, but not in the context of Trump at all. Right, not in the context <laughs> so, of Trump at all, yeah. So, so Giuliani in the 90s had this broken window theory, which yeah. is that if there's a car with a broken window on the street, then mm -hmm. an hour later, all the windows, uh, all the car windows on the street will be yeah. broken. Um, and so, so it, everything metastasizes into if there's a broken window on a building and you don't do anything about it, that it's going. So you have to, you have to punish petty crimes and little crimes and fix unseemly things. Otherwise everything goes to shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and so maybe this it's it, this story reminds me of that just in life, you kind of have to apply that to life. <laughs> like if you're, if you, you know, it's the whole saying, like if you meet, if you meet, if you start a relationship with someone who is starting it because either you're cheating on your partner or yeah. they're cheating on their partner, it's probably not a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're always going to worry they're going to do it again yes, or you're yes, going to yes, do yes, it. They're yes, going to be worried you're yes, doing it again. Yes. So, so it's almost like you have to keep things. I guess, I guess there's a life lesson in this. <laughs> 
which I always want to get to. That's a beautiful uh, life lesson. Lessons from Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> the fables from Jeffrey Epstein. This is this is like the Brothers Grimm fairy tales, but with Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, oh my version. God. Fables of Jeffrey Epstein yes. is yeah. a like nighttime story. For kids. Jeffrey, yeah, nighttime story. Yeah, kids. You've got to write that book yeah, and yeah. get an illustrator. But fables from Jeffrey Epstein. But I think that life is life lessons. I think that is the moral of the story, it's which is that when you, even if you, a lot of times, I guess people get involved with Trump because they're hoping for a big business deal or a big yeah. payout, but you can't, you can't even risk right. any bro one broken window on the street. No, no. That's and, a beautiful way to look at it. Yes. And then I will say too, this is not political. Some people could say, whether or not you think Trump is the best president in the world mm -hmm. or the worst thing that's ever happened, mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with that because we've seen suspect morals from many presidents, ranging mm -hmm. from Clinton to to Reagan to supposedly FDR, Nixon to oh FDR was yeah. died in his mistress's arms in yes. in Georgia yeah. to you know Warren Harding and uh, I don't know all, going all the way back. I was a Thomas huge Jefferson. Warren Harding fan. <laughs> For all you Warren Harding fans out there, we don't want to disillusion you or get you upset. Please hold your emails and letters. We know there are big <laughs> Warren G Harding fanatics out there the hardingers yeah they're I, a really tough uh, crowd i really there, i really don't want to offend what about rutherford b hayes oh well, there's a lot of big people well, out there that hate rutherford b hayes and love rutherford b hayes. let me let me just say <laughs> rutherford b hayes um <laughs> won in the controversial election of 1876 wow the house of representatives had to like them because the electoral college was uh d did not proclaim a winner wow and uh uh, I, I did not know that. I, I will leave this story for a further episode, possibly. <laughs> but the most honest, nationally elected politician, I think, in U.S. history mm -hmm. is a young man from New York named William Wheeler, who was Rutherford B. Hayes' vice president. Wow. And and when and I was I did not know I did not know that either. No, nobody knows it. Drop, I am just as, as James Elger dropping knowledge here on the podcast. I would encourage everybody just become a Wikipedia slut and look mm -hmm. up William Wheeler and- The fact that you knew the date, that's 1870 you said? Like, that's amazing. 1876, it was Rutherford that's, B. That's Hayes versus Samuel J. Tilden, who I believe was <laughs> governor of New York. And- Of uh, course it was Samuel J. And Tilden. And I think Tilden might've won the popular vote just like Gore what? in 2000. Wow. And then, And then in the House of Representatives, Rutherford B. Hayes made enough promises that he won the election, mm -hmm. and but William Wheeler was so such an honest guy mm -hmm. that when Rutherford B. Hayes was informed, this is who your vice president's going to be, mm -hmm. he he was like, "Who's William Wheeler?" Right. Like he just didn't know oh, who didn't know. this guy was. <laughs> it's the most honest politician in history. Wow, and, and he would never like try to seduce a, uh, someone's wife. Never, never. By, Not my William by... Wheeler. Not my boy Billy <laughs> Wheeler. No. So he, we have Jeffrey Epstein, Donald Trump on this side, and William Wheeler. And, and again, what I would take from this is not anything political about Trump, but don't have broken windows in your life. In your relationship. There you go, kids. <laughs> Words to grow by.